Welcome back to the Hot Pass Podcast, baby. Let's fucking go. Yeah, you know, this is going to be the first episode that's available on YouTube, and yeah, I don't have an intro yet, but mm, eat my butt, okay? So, let's dive right into things here. How is your week going? You guys heard me Monday morning on the Hot Pass podcast. This is a big episode of just a lot of info, a lot of info that was released on Tuesday from Bob Pockers, from NASCAR, of a lot of changes that are going on. Um, Shout out to you guys also that have shared my podcast, listen to it, rated it. Um, you can go to all my social media at furlong Eric underscore and um, and follow me. You can see up to date everything that's going on in my life, NASCAR, anything, sneakers, vintage NASCAR, everything. Um, so follow me. My link link tree is in the bio on all my social media. So um, the Hot Pass podcast is available every Monday morning for your listening. Friday morning and then something like this comes out where we have an emergency podcast where we have to talk about what's been going on if it's so much info. So um, my week has been fantastic. I just want to touch base on with you guys. My week has been fantastic. We're sitting here watching golf. It's a Wednesday afternoon. Um, this is the second time I'm going to record this because I had a too much uh, or I had not enough storage on my phone and with three minutes left, stop recording. So we freed up some space. Here we are. Everything's up in the cloud now floating around and we're going to just get right into what I've been doing this week. So as you guys know, if you listen to the Monday morning podcast, I'm laid off from work right now and that's totally fine. We're great. We're having fun, right? So I've just been relaxing at home and uh, hitting on basketball because the football bets on the weekend were absolutely dog poop for me. So we're hitting on basketball. We're up four units on basketball, college basketball right now. And we've also bought some sneakers. Now, on the video podcast, on my YouTube, I'm going to post it on my social media somewhere because I can't remember the name of my YouTube because I've never posted videos on it. So we'll post it on my social media. That's why you got to follow me at FurlongEric underscore on Instagram, TikTok, and X so you guys can find it. Um, I'm going to show you the shoes that I've I've purchased. They're, now, two pairs are coming out on a Monday. If you guys don't know, big vintage guy. Go on my social media. I'll be posting later on this week a video of my NASCAR jacket collection as well. Um, big vintage NASCAR guy uh, for Oliver Prince uh, shirts and NASCAR jackets and hats, whatever. I'm, I'm looking at a Harry Gant skull chewing tobacco fucking hat online right now. A 20 or was it a 50th anniversary hat? Don't go looking for it because I want to buy it. So um, I'm big into that. And also when I was younger, I used to work at Foot Locker. So uh, from 18 years old to 21, I worked at Foot Locker. I was a big sneakerhead throughout high school and then throughout college and so on. And then kind of fell out of it a little bit. But here and there, I'll see a sneaker that I really like and I'll, I'll purchase it, right? So um, this week, I'll put, I'll put it up in the video podcast um, about the gratitudes. Pop that up. Um, I think, so they're based, they're not exactly replicas of the, the DMP pack, uh, from 2006, but purchase those are, those are coming on Monday. Love that sneaker saw it in person at Yorkdale mall. If you guys aren't from Canada, Yorkdale mall is just outside of Toronto. It's like the big fucking fancy mall. They got 
uh, was it Gucci? They got fucking, they got, they, dude, they had a Tesla truck in the bitch. They have a, a, a Tesla, um, just like place or whatever. Like Tesla just rents out this spot and they had a Tesla truck in there. You had to like, um, sign up, um, and book an appointment to go check it out. I'm not fucking doing that, but it looks fucking sick. So they have a Tesla truck in there. They got a Rolex store. They've got literally all Burberry. They got all the fancy shit, right? So we're in there and I went to the Foot Locker and the sneaker, if you guys don't know right now, if you guys are into sneakers whatsoever, obviously SBs are at the hype right now, right? Everybody wants the SBs, but the sneaker market's really down. If you're looking at on the video podcast or just go Google it, the, the, the DMPs, you can find it on footlocker.ca. You can find it on at champs. Great shot. Cantley. I'm watching golf right now. Got money on Cantley. Great shot. Roll a little far, but we're there. Probably. I think it's for a birdie. So, um, a little off topic, but if you guys go into Foot Locker or your champs or go online, um, even sneakers, uh, the sneakers app or whatever has, um, the Nike sneakers app has the DMP. Like the, they're called the Jordan 11 gratitudes that came out in December. Um, they're just sitting there for retail right now. Majority of sizes are available. So I bought myself a pair. I might buy a second pair to double up. So I have one on ice for like a wedding or something or special occasions, my wedding, whatever. Um, or they'll go up in price and resell them because they're Jordan 11s. Like if you guys don't know Jordan 11s, the patent leather and everything, they are going to resell. They're going to resell for higher. Now that you the fact that you can buy like the sneak, for some reason, the sneaker market's down. So they're just sitting. So bought those probably going to double up. I got the cherry Jordan 12s that'll show as well on, um, on the YouTube as well. Um, go Google that as well. If you guys want their sitting, I personally love Jordan 12s. Um, these have been the first time they've retroed. Um, God, what year was it? I think they said early two thousands or something like that. Um, and they look really good. And I saw those at Yorkdale mall in person as well. I'm like, how are these sitting? So I went home, thought about it. I'm not a, an impulsive buyer usually. So I went home and thought about it and bought them online. Now they're both coming Monday. They're coming from fucking British Columbia boys. They're fucking coming from fucking British Columbia, which is kind of crazy. I, I guess they're both available at that store. Nobody out in BC buying sneakers. What? Because they're addicted to crack. <laughs> they're addicted to crack out in BC. So they can't afford sneakers. So they're like motherfucking Maury Cowan, bro. Does one better than Cantley. You son of a bitch. I'm all over the place. We're hyped up on Monster. Shout out Monster. Not a sponsor, but would love to be a, uh, to get a sponsorship of Monster because uh, NASCAR is SSIC. Bring back Monster in it. And uh, we love the beast uh, alcoholic drinks. And uh, there's nobody cooler than me in NASCAR that likes tattoos. Fucking Monster. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. I, I, I'm trying to get a sponsorship here. Sucking the balls of Monster right now. What's wrong with me? Anyways... So those are coming. I think they're sick. I love those sneakers. But on the video podcast, I'm going to show you right now. If you guys don't know the, this is another pair of sneakers I bought. The 2018 Retro, the Game Royals, okay? Now, if you guys are just listening, go Google it. Or I would recommend going to the YouTube. Um, I'll put the link in my bio and my link tree. Um, but... These shoes, man. So these resale for they're a white and blue with a black check mark for the audio listeners. Um, Jordan One, right? Jordan One High. These sneakers I missed out in back in 2018, and they're going for like over $600 resale, right? I'm not that crazy to fucking spend $600 on a shoe. That's insane. 
got these for a great discount at Fitness Me Type um, in Waterloo, Ontario. Um, they're worn. The only downside is is the um, the insole or whatever has the blue Nike mark worn out. Other than that, I'm gonna wear the shit out of these. Like these are shoes I'm gonna be wearing to the track. They're gonna be great with uh, some Dale Senior like uh, all over print shirts that I have uh, and and many other outfits I'll wear at the track. So I'll wear these. And, uh, I'm going to wear them like the, the price I bought them for, and I'm going to just beat the shit out of them and they're going to look great. There's nothing wrong with buying a worn shoe, the creasing that the, the year, the 2018 with the leathers that they were using and shit. Fantastic. So shouts out to vintage me type for get like a great price on these used, uh, Jordan ones. And, uh, we're going to beat the shit out of them at some tracks, baby. I've always wanted those two. Just drop my phone case. I've always wanted those two, so shouts out to that. So um, that's what's going on this week with me. Now let's dive into some NASCAR stuff. It's not always about me. So let's dive in. Major NASCAR rule changes. Let me pull up my photos here. We're going to scroll over. Went uh, Daily Downforce um, is where I got all my info, and same with Bob Pockers on, on X. Um, shouts out to those guys are always very quick on getting their stuff in. So cup qualifying has been changed. And in my opinion, very, very excited for this. Um, so if you guys don't know, if you guys never watched NASCAR, um, if you guys are going to be listening, this is your first time listening. You guys have watched the Netflix series, um, that's coming out next Tuesday. Oh baby. Um, in January, I can't remember what date that is. Let me just pull that up. Bloop, 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 bloop. Next Tuesday is the 30th. So January 30th, the Netflix uh, Netflix series Full Speed is coming. Of course, Cantley misses a birdie putt. Idiot. Um, cup qualifying used to work like this. And we're, we'll dive into the photo that I'm going to pop up on the video uh, portion. Um, cup qualifying used to work like this. The There would be two separate groups, Group A, Group B, right? Group A would go first, they would run their lap times, then the top five would move on to a round two, which is the final round, and they would battle out with the top five from Group B. Then, anybody outside the top five that doesn't make it to the final round, all uh, from both groups, would all group up together, and you'd all be placed based off your speeds from whether you're in Group A or Group B. I think I was always, because I'm betting on it, but I also, I, I, put on, I bet on guys, and you would be shocked how much a one cloud over the track fucks with somebody's time, right? The amount of time that it takes to do qualifying, the weather can change so drastically, right? So I only think that this is fair for everybody. So what they're doing now is I'll read this off. Uh, two groups, two rounds. Group A, top five from round one, advanced to round two. Uh, remaining order sets the outside line outside line for row six to 20. Now group B, the only difference is uh, the remaining order sets the inside line for row six to 20. So they're battling against themselves, right? Group B is battling against themselves and group A is battling against themselves, right? I think that's only fair. It's only fair. And I really do. I don't know what the rest of the community of NASCAR is saying, but I think that just makes more sense. Definitely with guys like me that bet on qualifying every once in a while, and then you bet you bet on NASCAR. I think for me, it just makes it makes me feel a lot better and more safe with my money when I'm betting on something such as any sort of race or qualifying. Um, 
you know, it, 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 and I'm not a driver. I just think it just makes more sense and it's fair. And I'm shocked. It took this long to do this. They've been doing this for a fucking while. So I'm shocked that it took this long, but I'm happy that they're doing it. Um, let's go over to the next photo here. Why are, why what's happening here? Oh, let's zoom out. Yeah. 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 Okay. We're just playing on my laptop here for the audio people. Let's jump over to the Xfinity series. Um, Oh, and the truck series. I just want to touch on something real quick before I forget, because I know I'm going to fucking forget. They're dropping the uh, fuel tank sizes. Um, let me see if I can find this somewhere. I'll pop it up on on my YouTube if I can. Uh, where did it go? I'm just scrolling through lots of photos here. I hope you guys have been having a great week. Oh, here it is. I'm just trying to create conversation with myself while I try to find this photo. But Xfinity, I'm just touching on this before I forget. Xfinity and trucks will go from go to a nine gallon gas can uh, was 11 gallons. So it should decrease the weight by 10 to 15 pounds. Interesting. Interesting. So it's going to become very important to get all the fuel in. Definitely now that you're dropping it down. So um, it's going to be very interesting. So let's go back to where I was at before. So, Xfinity series is not really a big change here or anything. Um, Xfinity series backup cars, uh, one to two car teams. Um, one backup car, uh, they'll have one backup car and must not be wrapped. Now, three to four car teams, such as Junior Motorsports, uh, Joe Gibbs Racing, um, they'll have two backup cars uh, for the three to four car team uh, and must not be wrapped. So nothing too crazy. Um, it doesn't really affect much, but it, I mean, if your whole team crashes, you're going to be having a bunch of issues, but it, that should not happen. The odds of that is pretty wild. Um, we'll move over to, I'm a little excited about this. Okay. Just a little bit. Um, I'm just watching golf here. Who's this? This Shoffley fucking who cares about that guy? Pit road science. Now I just think it's a cool little addition that makes it fun. Um, and it helps the drivers when it's at night or whatever, if the sun goes down a little bit. Um, but pit road signs can be LED now. So Cup Series teams will be allowed to have lit up signs on their pit boxes to show showcase sponsors. Sick. Like, that's fucking sick. Like, it's just kind of cool. Like, when we go to the date uh, or we go to the Bristol night race, uh, Nationals at night, uh, the Daytona summer race, it's just a, an extra experience. Like I like something where it's just a little extra, right? The little bit extra, um, so like and and your life is when you have an outfit, you pop on a little. It's a, just a regular outfit. You pop on some sneakers. Oh, you got a little. You got a little. Uh, you got a little chain on. You got a little watch. It just adds a little accent, right? Your car. You go clean your car. You little wax. Like when I wax my car, I little I do a little wax, and then all of a sudden people are like, "Oh man, your car looks fucking real nice." I go, "Yeah, I just wax it." They go. Damn, I know it's just a Chevy Cruze, like a Chevy Cruze hatchback. That shit looked fucking fire. I go, well, thank you. I appreciate that. It's just a little accents to something that I really do enjoy, right? Um, so I'm excited for that. Um, it's just something small. Um, we're having fun. Let's just move over to remote race control. This is very, every other, I can't believe it's taken this long to do this. Every other sport has this. They have a war room. So now what they're doing is this would uh, remote control or remote race control. Eh, can't speak. 
Uh, this would not replace officials being at the track, but would give NASCAR the ability to make some calls from a war room like setup in Concord, North Carolina. Um, ecstatic, ecstatic. Now, there's probably going to be some big people that complain. They'll always complain about NASCAR and they'll complain about every sport. That's life. But um, I think it's I think it's big when it comes to uh, a decision. For example, like uh, restarts. A lot of people have been hold like fucking holding back on the restart, creating a two three car length advantage of getting a restart in the restart zone where they can get a better launch and they're not right up on somebody's bumper, right? hoping that the other guy gets a good launch. So the war room can make that call, call into the track um, officials and be like, Hey man, that guy fell back um, and are held back. We're going to give him a penalty. I like that. There's plenty of things where it could come to, uh, it it could affect races. It could affect races, a late restart, but I think it's only to have more I understand that you kind of want the race to just play out naturally, but there's been a lot of people that have taken advantage of such lack of officiating. So I'm not a fan of refs. I'm not a fan of stripes. Okay. Not a fan of it, but it needs to be there. It needs to be in place. I'm excited for that. Um, but when it affects my bets, not going to be excited about it. <laughs> um, also, I'm very excited for this. When you guys start getting into the um, Xfinity and trucks, which I hope you guys do, man. The Xfinity and trucks are the better racing right now. The Cup Series has a terrible car, and uh, it, it will get better, I hope. Um, we'll figure it out, um, whether we go to, like, a Gen 7.2 uh, or whatever, a Gen 7B car or whatever. Um, but the Xfinity and Truck Series is the best fucking racing to watch. It's chaotic. It's fun. They can pass the, the moves they can make that take the, uh, the arrow away from people. It's beautiful, right? On every style of track, whether it's road course, intermediate, short track, fucking super speedways, everything. It's unbelievable racing. The only downside I had in, uh, in these races when they would go to a standalone track, for example, Road America Xfinity would go to by themselves now. Um, Portland, they would go by themselves too. And then the truck series and, um, cup series would be, uh, at a total different track in the country. And then, uh, for example, another one, um, for the truck series would be like mid Ohio. They would be by themselves and then Xfinity and, and cup would be somewhere else in, in, in America. I think that's very huge that what they're going to be doing. So they're going to have live pit stops. What they used to do Um, I'll read this off quick. This means all pit stops will be competitive and spots can be gained or lost on pit road. Impacts will mostly be felt at standalone events. So what they used to do is those standalone events is they would have non-competitive pit stops. We have stages in NASCAR. The end of the stage in the non-competitive pit stops, they would all come down pit road. So fucking boring. They'd all come down pit road. They'd all park then they would all, everybody's good. Everybody's ready. Everybody's set. Then they'd have like two, two and a half minutes or whatever it was to work and get the adjustments done on their car and nobody would miss a spot. Now I understand that there are people that are teams that have more money that can be able to pay guys to be able to do a little bit more training at their facility to be able to, at those standalone events have better timing, better reactions, better fucking just you know, overall a better sense of being able to do a pit stop, right? So there's going to be lower tier guys, but a lot of those lower tier guys aren't going to be winning races anyway. So 
Um, I'm just excited that because when you watch those races and you see those live pit stops and you'd say that you either have money, whether you have money on it or not, and you're in person, you want to see competitiveness, right? And you want to see everybody like put it all together for a race to be able to win, right? And I think it's only fair that we do it this way. And some people may disagree and that's totally fine. This is just my opinion. But I think that having live pit stops just makes it like that more exciting. Say a guy, for example, Corey Heim is leading and then his not everyday guys make an error on his right rear tire. And then he falls back. You're going to have that man running for hell. Say there's 10 laps left. He's going to be trying to pass whoever's not as good as him and get to the front. And it's going to make it way more exciting. Greater finishes. I'm very excited for it. So live pit stops at these standalone tracks. I'm very excited for it. Um, so that's it on that topic. So we'll move over to this. This is going to be a little quick one. Track safety enhancements. Um, Daytona, Nashville, and Watkins Glen are all making changes based on driver feedback to increase safety. I feel like there's a lot of tracks that also could have more safety. Um, but Daytona, it'll always be um, an enhancement. I'm shocked they didn't announce anything about Atlanta or uh, uh, Talladega because they always need more improvements because of how fast they're going. But Daytona, the amount of chaos that happens at that track because of, for example, the Daytona 500 just winning at that track, whether it's a summer race or the the 500, um, is very, very, um, is very important. Um, sorry, I just got distracted for a second watching Cantley hit this fucking ball, and he hits it out of the rough and has a great shot for birdie here. Now, what did he fucking bogey the last hole? Oh, oh my god, what? It's a little rainy there, so in California, so whatever, it's okay. Back on track. The, the amount of chaos that can happen at the end of the Daytona 500 um, to be able to win the race, and then the, how they end the regular season at Daytona, there's a lot of calamity. We saw how Ryan Priest flipped and everything. I think they're adding more uh, asphalt uh, in the infield of uh, where Ryan Priest crashed on the grass. If you haven't seen that, go check that shit out. Um, if I can add a video onto the YouTube here, I will add the video real quick of him spinning and shit. It's absolutely fucking wild. Um, but yeah, they're going to add more safety precautions for that. So, and then Nashville, uh, we've, I think we've only been going there for uh, two years again. We used to go, I think back in the day, obviously need some upgrades, right? And then Watkins Glen, there's a lot of open spaces. I've been there a lot of open spaces on the track and just probably just simple things, right? Simple little things that just need a little bit of extra care. Um, burping now, bro. So that's basically it that I wanted to talk about for these updates, right? There's a couple other things that I want to talk about. Uh, you know, simple little things as, um, oh, five cars for the Daytona five. And this will be one of the last things. Cause on Monday I need some stuff to talk about if nothing else comes out for the rest of the week, but we're getting closer and closer and closer to the race. There has been stuff about the Bush clash race that I'll touch on on Monday. Um, about how how they're you know and i'll talk about it on monday you guys can go listen to the monday morning podcast um i'm from the hot pass podcast about the bush clash race how they have it all set up it's ridiculous i'll talk about it then um and then the battery car that they've been testing at martinsville i'll I'll, uh dive into that as well do a little bit more research so i get a little bit more knowledge for you guys um but that'll be available for monday morning um but the final thing i want to touch on this week is there are five cars that are available 
that are run, sorry running to be able to qualify in the Daytona 500 coming up. Uh, the most this is the the race that the most cars come right. Um, so they're not everybody's guaranteed a spot. The Cup drivers uh, that are always in are are guaranteed a spot, but the guys that um, are coming in for a one race uh, little thing, um, they're not they have to race their way in. So there's five there's five cars racing. Um, basically for four spots. Um, and I'll, I'll tell you who those are and then we'll dive into who I think just briefly, who's not going to make it. <laughs> Cause I have, I, I have a hunch. There's two guys. Um, and if you can hear it in the background, there's a fucking, uh, there's probably gonna be just some fucking dogs barking here because the garage door is opening. Um, Kaz Grawl is one, David Reagan, legend, Anthony Alfredo, BJ McLeod and Jimmy Johnson. Now, Jimmy Johnson will be in. Kaz Grawl has got uh, front row motorsports fucking car. David Reagan, um, he's driving a dogs are barking. So don't don't mind the barking. Unbelievable that the dogs are barking right now. But because some some human just decides to walk through the door. Um, so David Reagan uh, will definitely be in. I think he's in a, a third RFK car. And, and, uh, and that obviously I'm getting distracted by this fucking stupid dog barking. God damn it. He's got PTSD. It's from, I don't know from what, I don't know what people have done to this dog, but this dog is losing his fucking marbles. Um, Anthony Alfredo, um, it's probably gonna be one of those guys that's going to be really trying to, uh, I don't know what car he's in. Um, BJ McLeod, probably going to be the guy that's out and Jimmy Johnson will be in. Cause I think he's racing a third, uh, legacy motorsports, uh, car. And then, uh, yeah, and then that's it. I, then we're going to talk about Spire Motorsports on Monday of one of the major sponsors that are coming. You know what? I'm going to talk about it now. Chili's is a major sponsor for Spire Motorsports this year. I'm excited. When you go to Chili's, baby bag ribs, I'm excited. When you go down to, uh, to the States, like I, I don't get to go all the time. I live in Canada. You get to go down and you go to Chili's. You're like, what? You know, you go down to the States. You want to have some American food. You're like, what is a sit down restaurant? That's just a classic of America. And that's motherfucking Chili's baby. That's fucking Chili's. You go down there. Um, I've seen it in, in, in so many comedies that they joke about Chili's and it, it's a decent place. So um, I'll eat there. I'll drink there. It's a great time. Shouts out Chili's not a sponsor, but uh, I'm excited. It's just something new. I want to see a car with just a bunch of Chili's all over the fucking uh, Carson Hulsevar's car or whatever. I want to see just a bunch of chilies everywhere. I'm excited for that. Um, so uh, I can't wait for that. So this is the end of the pod. We're going to have, obviously, the Friday morning uh, betting show that we always have come out. We're going to touch on a couple of the odd, the betting odds that I've taken throughout this week. Um, if you guys follow me at FurlongEric underscore on all my social medias, you will see on my Instagram, uh, which is the one I mainly use the most, um, and X, that I took a couple of bets and we'll touch on it on Friday. Some of the odds for the Bush class race that I've taken, um, uh, one long shot, which is crazy that they, they, they're even giving us these odds on this certain guy. Um, that was a former cup driver There's going down the Xfinity series uh, for the Daytona 500. Uh, the odds that they gave me isn't cra- crazy. Then we're also going to touch on, uh, mainly the championship odds. So that'll be available Friday morning, 5 AM for your local time. And then we'll have it up on YouTube as well. Um, and then uh, the Monday morning podcast. So this podcast is always, always available Monday morning, Friday morning for the betting show. And uh, then we'll also have something like this where it is a spur of the moment, crazy thing that's happened. We'll have it whenever, right? Sunday nights, Wednesday, Thursdays. We'll have something come out. Something crazy happens in the truck race. Boom, video come out, okay? So always stay tuned. There's always, uh, click the link. Uh, or sorry, click subscribe 
click the bell on YouTube, uh, rate the podcast on any platform that you guys are on. And shouts out to you guys. We've got people listening in Belgium. We got the Finnish people listening. We got Australians listening. Uh, I'm so excited. Keep sharing it, man. I, I, I'm excited that you guys are all listening. Um, and this has been the Hot Pass Podcast, man. I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your week and we'll talk to you Friday morning. See you.